0: Welcome back everyone to the greatest show on the internet, sports news and brews podcast. That's right. That's right. Hey, uh, for this week, you know, uh, I'm going to do a little beer, try a little beer, new beer, uh, do a little UFC recap. Then we're going to talk about Mayweather and Nasu, Nasu uh, Nasukawa, Nasu fight. I don't know. Might be fucking that name up. Obviously. Uh, we'll talk about Antonio Brown and the Steelers as a whole. And then we'll touch on the uh, coach firings, and then who's most likely to be rehired after this season. Uh, it's actually something I did last year, and I nailed it. So uh, I think no, I was one wrong. I was wrong on on one person, but uh, we'll uh, we'll go through all that. Uh, then we have the six pack for this week, uh, the unusual or unheard of sport, and then I'll give you a beer review of the beer that I'm trying today. So speaking of which. The beer that I'm uh, going to crack open, or actually I already did crack open, because this is my second time trying to do this podcast. My mic keeps fucking up, uh, is the Budweiser Copper Lager. I have not, I try not to do the major uh, breweries, but uh, Jeff told me, asked me if I tried it. I said no, so I'm going to give it a go. I haven't taken a sip out of it, even though it's the second time I'm trying to get this show off. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I cracked it open, but I have not sipped upon the beer. Um, so real quick, you guys should go over to ESF Woodwork on Facebook. ESF Woodwork, hey, they do amazing woodworking designs. They are a five-star reviewed and rated business on Facebook. They also have a high or a very fast response rate, so they'll get back to you very quick when you hit them up for a custom job. All right, they do uh, coin holders, challenge coin holders for all the military folk out there. They do. Uh, plaques or any kind of wall art that you would want with wood, he does furniture. He does awesome work on like coffee tables and tables, both with custom designs, like custom uh, like engravings and stuff, and to the just normal. If you want a coffee table and and you just want a nice one, he'll do that for you as well. All you gotta do is hit him up at ESF Woodwork, send him a message, and let him know you are interested. Go to their page, check out their the photos and the and the videos, I'm telling you, he does amazing stuff. So ESF would work, my folks on Facebook. All right, let's talk about the UFC this weekend. So UFC had two championship fights. It had Nunes versus Cyborg and then John Jones versus Alexander Gustafsson. Uh, let's talk about the females first. I thought in my mind the female fight should have been the, the Nunez Cyborg fight should have been the main event. That one should have been the main event. That one had more at stake than Jones and Gustafsson, but I mean, as far as what was on the line besides the belt, okay? So they're both fighting uh, to basically be declared the baddest woman on the planet. They have decimated both their divisions, and then Nunes went up to 145 to fight uh, Cyborg. Cyborg, of course, was a champion in other, uh, what was it? I think uh, it was Bellator, I'm pretty sure. Maybe it was something else, but... She was a uh, champion in uh, in another UFC or version of UFC. Came to UFC and then uh, fought at 145 and, and claimed that that title. So they were fighting essentially to be the baddest woman on the planet. Nunez was fighting to to be a two belt champion. Uh, Jones Gustafson they are just fighting for the belt. The you know <clears throat> the one that was not vacated but relinquished by Daniel Cormier. Um, but they're also most more evenly matched, or so we thought. Uh, on paper, they they were very tough fighters. Very, uh, I, I thought. Like I said, I thought that one was should have been the main event. However, it did not go any the way anything. I think anybody thought it was going to go. I'm a Nunes fan. I love her, but I did not think realistically. I, I thought that she was going to get she was going to get taken by Cyborg. I thought, you know. Turns out, uh, she knocked out Cyborg in the fifty-one in fifty-one seconds in the first round, and it wasn't even close. She, I mean, Cyborg did not land some good shots, but Nunez took them and then <laughs> destroyed Cyborg. But uh, yeah, that went way. Fast. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what I was thinking. Maybe three, four rounds, and then Nunez just gets gassed out and basically pummeled. That was kind of gonna be a little bit of a slugfest, which it kind of was, but it only lasted fifty-one seconds. Now they uh they called for an immediate. Well, they didn't call for it, but they said they could have a rematch, right? Or there there could be uh, a rematch between those two. Most of the time, I say you know, in an immediate rematch, that you know, it's sometimes it. Most of the time, it's not w- really worth it. You know, it's not. You know, you have a clear cut winner. The guy that lost thinks, "Oh fuck," you know, I should I got caught you know I didn't really lose I just got I made a mistake and I got caught so I need a rematch all that good shit but this one definitely should have a rematch an immediate rematch and I know everybody's gonna use the argument hey fucking it was such a dominant you know she finished her off in 51 seconds it it was too dominant there shouldn't be it wouldn't even be an exciting fight wrong Cyborg did make the mistake of pretty much underestimating Nunez and went out there thinking she can go you know, swing for swing with her. And we saw what happened with that. She's going to come back to the next fight way more prepared, way more ready for Nunez, and not going to do what she just did in this last one and think that she could take those shots and, and counter them because that clearly was a piss-poor strategy. But I think that fight, again, I mean, who else are they going to fight? Like, there's really nothing... Neither one of them. There's nobody in either one of their divisions that's really all that that deserves a title shot, or I shouldn't say a title shot, but would be an exciting fight. Uh, Jones Gustafsson, I said it would end in the third round, and it did. However, I th- I did say it would end in the uh at, with one minute remaining. It ended with three, two fifty something. But uh, yeah, that fight was a little lackluster. It wasn't as uh, exciting as the first fight that they had. Both fighters are coming off a lot of time off. Um, uh, Gusoffson definitely looked very hesitant and not, I don't know, I don't know. He's just stuck with those leg leg kicks, man. <laughs> no, no, no. He shouldn't have. He, he wasn't doing shit. But uh, John Jones, of course, proved yet again how much of a you know he's a good fighter. He's he's a he he could could have been the greatest fighter thus far in the UFC. He's, he has to now go out and prove that that he can do it clean. So he went out, beat him. And then called out DC for a uh, fight, another fight. I don't want that, man. Me, I don't want that. I don't want to see a third fight between these two. And not because it's repetitious, but it's not exciting. John Jones has beaten Daniel Cormier twice already and sure-handedly beat him. Like, it wasn't even fucking close. So I don't, like, there's no reason. The only thing I could say... That what might make it somewhat of an interesting fight is if John Jones goes up to heavyweight if he goes up and faces DC at heavyweight, that would be at least something different than what they've been doing. They've fought twice at light heavyweight now it would be if he went up to heavyweight that would be I don't know meet DC on and take his and try to take his belt away from him, which he probably fucking will anyways like it's not that I don't know man, maybe. Maybe it would be a different fight at heavyweight, but that's my point. That that's the only way I could see that fight going. Being interesting enough to for people to want to pay for it. There's other fights to be made, of course, but that one'll probably that's where the money is, so that's probably what uh what'll end up happening. But UFC was was good. I almost didn't get it. Uh I almost didn't order I, I had a obligation to go to, but uh I didn't go to it and I was very glad able to watch the UFC. And then of course Kat Zingano took a toe jam to the face. Crazy. Got cut open on her eye. She basically got uh, finger poked in her eye with a toe. And there's no rules against that. So we'll see. She's appealing it that decision of the fight. But hey, I mean it happened so fast she didn't even get a chance to really do anything. But who knows man. Who knows. Alright let's talk about Sticking in the fighting world, let's talk about Mayweather and Nasakua Nasakawa. All right, Mayweather went and fought this dude for one round, uh, for nine million dollars. <laughs> so, one round, one round, he made nine million dollars to fight this dude. Here's what bothers me about this fight: is this guy? This he's from Japan. Is a kickboxer, so he's not even a boxer. Boxer, he's a kickboxer. I don't. And truthfully, I have no idea how this fight got set up. But what bothers me about it is Mayweather is this fantastic. You know, he he he's one of the greatest fighters. You can argue with me all day. I don't. I am not a Mayweather fan. I fucking hate him. But he is a great fighter. He has been a, a, a great fighter. Um, but when he does shit like this, man, it just fucking tarnishes everything in my mind, in my eyes. It tarnishes his fucking his boxing legacy. All this stuff because he goes out and he fights fucking Conor McGregor. Yeah, it was a fucking fight to make for money, right? But McGregor's not a boxer. Then you go and fight this guy who's also not a boxer. And then you want to brag about knocking him the fuck out. I'm like, "Come on, man, like that's that's fucking ridiculous. You fought a amateur in a sport where you are one of the greatest at it. That doesn't it that doesn't mean anything to me. Doesn't mean anything to the boxing fans, you know?" It just another. It's a fucking circus. That's what it is. It's a circus, and I I hate it. I hate that he fucking whatever. Of course, Manny Pacquiao took some shots at him, and then about the fight, and then Mayweather's fighting fucking Adrian it's which is fucking insane to me because that dude is no joke, and Manny Pacquiao is a little old and washed up. So, or at least he. I don't know. Maybe he. Pacquiao wins, and maybe there's a Mayweather fight down the line that might be exciting. As much as I'd say I wouldn't pay for that after being duped the first time, I'd definitely pay for it again. So, fuck it. But, yeah, I don't know, man. Mayweather trying to be... I, he, I don't understand why he gets upset when people don't respect him, when, and then he goes out and does shit like this and expects people to respect him as a boxer. Like, fuck, man. You're a smart businessman, I'll give you that. And you, But when you do this shit it fucking takes away from your boxing career takes away from your legacy man it does whether you like it or not it does all right let's move into Antonio Brown and the Steelers so of course there's breaking news that Antonio Brown has requested to be traded from the Steelers so he sat out in week 17 in a game they had to win okay he sat out well I don't know I think what I read today actually he didn't sit out he was actually fucking punished And then they put him on the injury report as, you know, with a sore knee or some shit. But I guess uh, he got in an argument or something, an altercation with Ben Roethlisberger. And then it led to him being so fucking upset that he didn't practice on Wednesday. And then they basically fucking benched his ass. More that long version short. And now, after all that, he says he wants to be fucking traded or has requested to traded so I don't know man the Steelers this is the second player man you got Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell you're two fucking stars on your team two fucking huge impact players on your team saying I want the fuck out what does that mean to you if you're the general manager and the owner of the Steelers, there's something fucking wrong in the culture of the locker room. Where does that where does that lie? Tomlin, Mike Tomlin, that's where the fucking sword should, or that's who should fall on the fucking sword. Now they're probably they're gonna they're gonna stick with him and move on. Probably shop Brown around, and they'll probably I mean they're gonna lose Bell and they're gonna lose Brown and they're gonna be fucking Ben Berger. Don't get me wrong, they have fucking, they still have some people, they got Juju, you know, they got some weapons, they're not going to be completely fucking helpless, but, and they play in the AFC North, which right now, the only team, well, they just, they do have to worry about the fucking Browns, but the, really the only team they have to worry about consistently is uh, Baltimore. However, I don't know, man, I, I, you got a coach, what does he, I mean, he takes it to the playoffs, you know, they missed the playoffs again this year then they haven't won a Super Bowl in how long. They haven't really been a threat, you know, a legitimate threat in the AFC in, in a few years now. Yeah, they can go to the playoffs, but it doesn't mean shit. That doesn't mean that they're fucking, you know... They've been the king of the fucking... They might be king of AFC North, but it's been fucking garbage for how long, you know, or mediocre. But I don't know, man. I think I would be surprised if they fired him, but I think they should, I think they should move on from Mike Tomlin and see if they can get somebody else in there. He lost the fucking locker room already once this year, right? There was already turmoil in the Pittsburgh fucking organization earlier this year in the first, like four fucking weeks of the season that it seemed to start kind of ironing itself out as they won games. And then they went like fucking two and four or whatever in the last half of the season or some crazy shit. Like, and then the, the, it obviously has deteriorated again. I don't know. To me, you if you're going to stick with anybody, yeah, there's nobody to fucking... There's so many coaches that are getting fired and so many people on the open market right now that why would you not maybe take a chance if you wanted to keep Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell? See what you can do with that organization because honestly, if you lose both of them, Things are probably not going to be so good. And Ben Roethlisberger, he doesn't have that much time of, this is a guy that was about to fucking retire and and has been pouty. I don't know, man. I don't think, uh, however, I did hear the argument what in the reporting, whatever, that did say Antonio Brown was in the wrong with the argument that he had, the altercation, he was in the wrong. So maybe, you know, there's more to the story maybe than I know, obviously. So fuck it. If Antonio Brown is a cancer, then fucking ship his ass down the road. But, you're not going to – I don't know, man. When you get two-star players that have fucking severe issues with the organization, one's just one was willing to just say fuck the whole season. Like he didn't want to play – I get it. That's more contractual shit. But nonetheless, man, like it's fucking something's going on in Pittsburgh. And I it starts with the people at the top. That's what I'm going to say. And that either needs to get – I think Tomlin should be let go. My dude, I know that's fucking crazy, but I think he should. Should be let go. See what happens. Uh, so speaking of coach firings, there's what, seven teams that, uh, that have new coaches, that will have new coaches, uh, start of next season. So I'm going to quickly touch on who I think is going to be rehired, or most likely to be rehired. Uh, the obvious one is Mike McCarthy. He is a Super Bowl-winning coach. Right. Super Bowl winning coach. He has coached Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre, <laughs> coach Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, had the Packers essentially a perennial uh, playoff team uh, winning a division more often than not. And yeah, I mean, and he has a winning record. I think um, where I, he's definitely the most like, he is going to have a job start of next season, where I have, have it narrowed down to two places. He's going to be in Cleveland because he has Elliot Wolf over there. So that that's a high chance of him going over there. Plus, young quarterback, Baker Mayfield. who had, And then he also has the Jets. That's my two picks. He ends up in Cleveland or New York. New York, he has Sam Darnold. So the biggest draw for Mike McCarthy is the fact that he took a young Aaron Rodgers and made him into who he is now, right? That's that's the big claim to fame. That's what these that's why I think Cleveland and New York are going to pursue him aggressively because they have young quarterbacks. Even Arizona's going to go for it, but I don't think he ends up in Arizona. Uh more likely I think he ends up in Cleveland because of Elliot Wolf. Um I think he ends up there. But no, oh, I'm sorry. I think he ends up in New York, and I'll tell you why. I think in a second. Cause I think Cleveland's going to pick somebody else over Mike McCarthy. So Mike McCarthy ends up in New York, uh, as a jet jets, head coach, and he'll do what he can to develop a shitty Sam. Donald. <laughs> uh, Sam Donald's not that bad. He's a rookie and he played like a fucking rookie, but that's who I think, uh, Mike McCarthy, definitely number one on the list gets hired pretty quick and it'll be in New York as a New York jet. Then I think Marvin Lewis gets hired as the Cincinnati. I'm sorry. He fucking gets hired as a Cleveland coach. I think Cleveland and Cincinnati are just going to do a fucking coach swap. That's what's going to end up fucking happening. Uh, Marvin Lewis uh, has like personal connections to the owner and stuff. So the Brown, uh, the Browns. So I think that he ends up the, the coach, over in Cleveland. So Marvin Lewis, also number two, that automatically, I should say, he will have a job, and I'm pretty sure Cleveland is where he ends up. Now, the other guys that got fired, I don't see him coaching anywhere. Maybe Todd Bowles. I think Todd Bowles, I take that back. Todd Bowles could end up in Arizona. He can go to Arizona and take over, put the defense uh, back the way it was 'Cause they, they changed up their schemes. Uh, so I think he goes back to Arizona. I think he goes to Arizona uh, as a head coach, takes over. Um there. That that's that's a likely scenario. But everybody else that got fired, see ya. I don't think anybody is gonna be a head coach uh this coming season. The ones that have been fired. Now you have some vacancies and who out of the you know, all of the, all these teams, who else that's out there is gonna get uh get a coach the Packers are pursuing you know Josh McDaniels which might be a good fit uh offense you know an offensive mind coach who's worked with you know obviously Tom Brady for all these years didn't do very well as a head coach the first time around but he was a young coach so maybe he's learned some things but you got Jim Caldwell potentially coming out of the woodwork uh who's been I guess consulting with the XFL so if you didn't think that was a serious endeavor it is on its way. Uh, Chuck Pagano has also been in talks, especially for Green Bay, but his name's been floating around up there as well. Even Bruce Arians is talking; has been talk about him uh, coming out of retirement to coach. And I think he said something to the effect that he would coach in Tampa if Tampa reached out to him. He would he would seriously consider taking the job in Tampa. I don't know, but he's also one of those guys that's known as a quarterback whisperer and Jameis Winston if they said they're gonna keep him around, so he needs some kind of fucking help. <laughs> Cause that boy is garbage for reals. Right now he is at least. So that's it, man. That's all I think. I don't think there's anything else crazy uh in a coaching fire. I mean there's could still be more coaches that get fired that haven't been already that, you know but I don't think we're gonna get too much I think there's no shocking firings. I think the shocking firing for me was, and not even as a Green Bay fan, but was Mike McCarthy firing him in the season. And I, I know it's maybe to try to get, you know, a, a jump start on head coach, um, head coaching interviews and jobs, or what or, you know, whatever. But that one was a little shocking to do. We kind of saw the writing was on the wall. There was a rift between him and the the star quarterback. Of course, they're going to go with Aaron Rodgers, and then you see. Uh, you know, the decline in the offense more or less. Yes, there was a shitload of injuries, but you know, it just didn't work out. So the writing was on the wall. We knew McCarthy was going to be more than likely fired, but again, didn't see it coming, you know, mid-season. I thought that was going to be something that happened uh, at the end of the season, but It is what it is. Other than that, everybody else that got fired was pretty much on pace or on track to be relieved from their job. Like I said, Mike Tomlin, fire his ass. Fire his ass. (laughs) That's not going to happen, but uh, they should, like I said earlier. All right, that wraps up the topics for this week, and now it is time for the six-pack. Sorry, I had to take a swig of this beer. I haven't tried it yet. All right, so... Six pack for this week. Last week I went five and one. I lost the fucking Michigan pick. God damn, was I wrong about that one? Um, the scores I was a little hit or miss on the scores for games, but the overall I was five and one on my picks, and Michigan just got fucking destroyed. Oh, that breaks my heart as a fan. But uh, yeah, even my pick, I didn't think it was gonna go that fucking horribly wrong for him. Uh, but for this week, all right, so we'll start with a Thursday night, Thursday night basketball, Houston at Golden State. I am taking Houston. I am taking Houston. James Harden is on a fucking tear right now. I don't give a fuck if people think he's not a very good basketball, the greatest basketball player. He might be the one of the most underrated, but he is fucking scoring fucking 30 plus fucking points a game. I don't know, man. I'm going with James Harden taking down Golden State. And I don't know why everybody assumes Golden State is going to be in the fucking finals. I've watched, here in Hawaii, I had to watch West Coast teams a lot. And I don't, I watched a few Golden State games or maybe like 10 Golden State games. I don't see anything there that fucking impresses me. I think they're a very beatable team and I think they can be beat. And I'm taking Houston for Thursday night. I think they win by 20 plus points. And I don't know what the score is going to be, but it's going to be 20 plus points Houston over Golden State. <clears throat> All right, Saturday, moving into wild card playoff time for the NFL. We have the first game up is Indianapolis at Houston. I am going to go Indy. I'm going to go, hey, they, they fucking won for me last week. They're going to win for me again this week. But I think if I have to choose between Andrew Luck and Deshaun Watson, I'm going to go with Andrew Luck. I know Houston's defense is good. I got you. But I think Andrew Luck is uh, is uh, in a in a rhythm and i think he's going to outplay their defense i think they will go into houston and i'm gonna say 20 fucking i'm gonna say 28 28 17 indianapolis yeah all right next game seattle at dallas hey i said it last week they're the most dangerous team in the nfl playoffs so i gotta go with seattle i'm taking seattle over dallas besides dak prescott and the Dallas Cowboys always let you down. Come playoff time. So I'm taking Seattle. I don't think it's gonna be a, a horrible beatdown, but I'm gonna go 20 no, uh, 30. No, yeah, I'm gonna go twenty-four. Twenty-four-to-thirteen. Seattle over Dallas. All right, moving into Sunday NFL wildcard games. The Chargers at Baltimore. Chargers are my pick to go to the Super Bowl so of course I'm going to pick them over Baltimore but Chargers defense is going to struggle maybe a little bit with Lamar Jackson but he's gonna they're gonna make him make mistakes they're gonna make him throw the ball and that's where he's gonna make his rookie mistakes or you know just that is what it is so I'm taking the Chargers over Baltimore I'm gonna go 35 yeah 35 28 it's gonna be a one possession game All right, last game, Philly at Chicago. This one's tough because I kind of want to pick Philly because I'd like to see Nick Foles' controversy go just a little bit further each week um, or his legend to be built a little bit. But I don't see Philadelphia going into Chicago who has amazing stats at home. Uh, they've only lost one game at home, but their defense has been stout at home for whatever reason. So I don't see Philly going on the, roll, on the road. And beating this uh, Chicago defense. Don't see it happening. So I'm taking Chicago. And, uh, and Mitchell Dubisky is actually doing pretty well. So I don't know what this one. 21-7. Yep. We'll just leave it there. Then lastly, the last pick. Alabama. Alabama versus Clemson in the national championship game. national College, college national championship game. Ah, here we are again. Right? Alabama-Clemson. But... Fuck it, you gotta beat them, right? So, I think Alabama. It's hard to, like I said, it's hard to pick against them, but I'm going with Alabama. I think Clemson. The if they start the way they started against Notre Dame, against this Alabama team, that it won't be. They're not playing Notre Dame, right? They're playing fucking Alabama, an ex- exponentially better team than Notre Dame. So, I, I think they're gonna come out a little, a little slow to start. Alabama's gonna take advantage of that uh Clemson will make a late run in the second half maybe the, the fourth quarter to make it an interesting game so I'm going to go uh 42 30 ooh, I don't know 32 38 42 38 yeah 42 38 that's what I'm going to pick um Alabama taking the national champ national title yet again yet again all right that's it for uh this week's six pack if you disagree with me on any of those go ahead on eight up media and use the hashtag sports news and brews and tell me who you think would win instead. Or you can just tell me all of them. You can just make all your picks and see how much wronger you, how much more wrong you are than I am. Told you I'm five and one right now, baby. I'm on a hot streak. All right. It's time for our unusual, unheard of sport for this week. I have no idea how to pronounce this, so I might be pronouncing it incorrectly, but it is B-U-Z-K-A-S-H-I. So I'm going to say booze, Buzkashi, Buzkashi, Bukashi. <laughs> that sounds a little whatever, but uh, Buzkashi, something to that effect, right? The goal of this sport is very simple, all right? You just have to grab the carcass of a headless goat at full speed. You're riding a horse, right? So you're riding a horse and uh, you just got to grab the carcass of a headless goat and then you got to get it clear of the other players and pitch it across the goal line. That's it. That's all you got to do is easy sport, right? Buzkashi is the sport of, I don't know, like polo, but with a fucking headless goat. It's fucking insane. Uh, it's played all over South Central Asia, and it is the national sport of Afghanistan. Who fucking knew, right? Go ahead and uh, see if you can play that game in your backyard. I'm sure your neighbors won't mind. All right, that does it for the weird unusual or unheard of sport so on to the last thing last little bit of business right is the uh beer review so i've only had like two sips out of this beer um throughout the show but it is actually pretty fucking tasty not a big budweiser fan overall like just normal budweiser uh is not that great of course everybody drinks bud light it's the water that everybody hydrates with at parties but um yeah, this is actually really good. I'm uh pleasantly surprised by th- this. It's very I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It's like rich, almost thick. Like a dark beer. It might be dark, I'm I i can not tell. But uh I would definitely buy another six pack of it. Budweiser copper label label lager, uh I would buy another six pack of that beer. So go ahead and pick you up case someday if you won't. All right, that does it for me. Go to 8Up Media, or you can go to 8Up Media on Facebook and keep in touch with the show by liking and following that page. You can, like I said, keep in touch. Also keep up to date with the show by liking and following that page on Facebook. Hey, that's it. Have a good week. And remember, if you're going to drink, be responsible, be responsible.